Hello, this episode is called Confounded. (laughs) I was just dwelling on the idea that God isn't waiting for us to catch up. He's doing a thing because he is almighty God, omniscient. And when we're functioning in our own knowledge instead of truly grasping godly wisdom and spiritual insight, Um, There's just a lot of things that we really can't get our minds around, you know, and God loves to confound us. Right when we think, no way God would do that. He's just not in a box, you guys. Right when you think that that doesn't have God on it. Um, When when we're using our own minds and intellect to discern things, we we can miss him. And so, you know, he's he's not waiting on us to, to get his work done. He's just moving to to he needs us. He needs us. We're, we're truly, you know, the people that are down here driving, uh, the kingdom for, for him. But, um, you know, he'll just, he has, he's so complex and so detailed and so, so strategic that he just moves on to, you know, who is there discerning through the spirit. Um, so just sort of unpacked some of the scriptures and one of the main ones, um, it's the obvious one, but it's, it's, there's so much truth in it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. In Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians 2, 5 says, God intended that your faith not be established on man's wisdom, but by trusting in his almighty power. So really you're getting a theme here, trust the Lord, even when, you know, our, our intellect doesn't seem to add up with it. Um, the fear of the Lord, we fear the Lord. Um, and that's what leads us to trusting in him. And, and well, we make the choice to trust in him, but the fear of the Lord, really, that's when he, he you know, we have to have that sort of healthy fear of the Lord that, I'm going to do this because God says to, even though it does not make sense to me. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That's out of Proverbs 9, 10. So I I was pulling out some scriptures that were just really like lighting up to me um, the last couple of days, just in scripture um, in Judges 14 talking the story about Samson um verse one it starts Samson went down and he saw a young Philistine woman woman when he returned he said to his father and mother I have seen a Philistine woman in Timnah now get her for me as my wife his father's mother basically said isn't there a woman here among us and our own people that must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines to get a wife and Samson said to his father get her for me she's the right one Verse 4, though, says right here, His parents did not know that this was from the Lord, who was seeking an occasion to confront the Philistines. For at that time, they were ruling over Israel. See, his parents didn't understand. They were using their own intellect. God would never tell our son to marry one of those unclean, filthy Philistines. No way. Um, But Samson didn't listen because he knew he heard the Lord on it. Inside of him, because... When you hear the Lord, there's nothing like that. When you know you've heard God on something, nothing can change your mind, whether it makes sense or not. Um, you know, so Samson didn't allow his parents to tell him otherwise. He was he knew what he was doing. 
Um, so things don't always have to make sense to us, you know, you guys. I mean, I can't tell you how many times God has spoken to me through things that I'm like, there is surely no way the Lord would ever use that to speak to me. That's against his word for Pete's sake. No, I'm not condoning going against his word. The Lord never goes against his word. But to get our attention, he can use some really creative things. Um, no, that's how we know the voice of the Lord. That's how we discern truth is that he never goes against his word. But I'm just saying that, um, I'm saying as a joke, that the Lord really honestly can stretch to he's just not in a box you guys he's not in a box um he's god and uh anyway um you know doing something right one time doesn't mean we continue doing that same thing over and over just because it worked once you know i don't ever want to say i'm doing this because it worked once so i want to do it twice we truly need to be so quick to discern the times and the seasons in Christ because um, we have this. We have the sons of Issachar anointing. They knew the times and the seasons. I mean, looking, just just reading, I don't think I could ever read through um, Ecclesiastes 3 where it's talking about a time and a purpose for everything under heaven. Um, you know, we should be the ones who look different. You know, we should be the ones that are plowing when everybody else is rusting and harvesting, when everyone else is trying to plow. Because um, if we get this right, we will always be on the cutting edge of everything because we have that heavenly wisdom and understanding which confounds the wise. Now, the Lord is pouring out his spirit upon the earth and, and people are catching it whether they're Christian or not because the, the word says, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And people are are grabbing hold of some of these treasures from heaven but um, I'm telling you, when we tap in and get this right, we will look different. And people will say, that's the woman of the Lord. I want to be doing what she's doing, you know, because it doesn't make sense to the rest of us. But I know that the last couple of times that she looked like the crazy person, she was the one who was um, right on, you know, when it, when it all came down to it. That's, that's what I want to know. That's the reputation I want to carry, that I know the times and the seasons, that I'm not doing things just because everybody else is doing it. And I may look different doing it and I may stand out, but that's just what consecrates me and makes me holy because I'm standing out and different. Okay, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, starting at verse 26. This is in the Passion Translation. Brothers and sisters, consider who you were when God called you to salvation. Not many of you were wise scholars by human standards, nor were many of you in positions of power. Not many of you were considered the elite when you answered God's call. But God chose those whom the world considers foolish to shame those who think they are wise. And God chose the puny and powerless to shame the high and mighty. He chose the lowly the laughable in the world's eyes, nobodies, so that he would shame the somebodies. For he chose what is regarded as insignificant in order to supersede what is regarded as prominent, so that there would be no place for prideful boasting in God's presence. For it is not from man that we draw our life, but from God as we are being joined to Jesus, the anointed one. And now he is our God-given wisdom, our virtue, our holiness, and our redemption. That's so beautiful. Um, look at 1 Corinthians 2, verse 13. This is in the NIV. 
This is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spirit-taught words. You just can't go wrong when you're seeking the Lord through the spirit, um, staying in the glory, staying in the spirit. We can think that we have it all figured out. Believe me, I have been there a million times. Um, yeah, but it's getting in the spirit is where we learn and we know the truth of, of things. I mean, um, man, you could fight some serious battles in that spirit. Okay, so I, I was also looking at um, just two more things here to cover. First uh, Kings 10, and it's also recorded in Second Chronicles verse 9, and this is the Queen of Sheba comes to Solomon. The Chronicles account says this, When the Queen of Sheba heard of Solomon's fame, she came to Jerusalem to test him with hard questions. Arriving with a very great caravan with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all she had on her mind. Okay? Now, the Queen of Sheba was royalty, right? So she was a prominent person. This is a prominent position, likely a pagan um, queen, uh, but a very prominent royalty. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for him to explain to her. Okay, I love this here because I do believe the Lord has given us our, our mind. I, I, don't, I don't believe it. I know the Lord has given us our intellect, our mind, our knowledge, our understanding for a very st- good purpose. And I'm thankful for my mind. And I love the Queen of Sheba account here. It's talking about how she came with some serious stuff. I mean, she laid it all out there. I heard about this man of God. And I want to see if this is for real. Um, when you read the story here, the King's account is similar um, you know, she truly was able to, to, um, he was able to answer everything that she had on her mind. And so, um, but the thing with Solomon is it, nothing was too hard for him because he had that divine wisdom from heaven. Okay. He wasn't answering her because we can get so caught up in intellect that the questions will just never end. Question after question after question. But Solomon was just so high above that. He had wisdom from the spirit realm. He had the true wisdom of the Lord. He had a divine gift. So there was nothing she was going to come at that he couldn't explain back to her. So I just think that's beautiful. And um, we just need to know when we know. You know, um, finishing up here, I want to look at First uh, Kings 13. And, and that whole chapter is about the, the man of God from Judah. Um, he was a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord told him, don't come home the way that you came. You know, he says, don't stop for food and drink. Um, the prophet, he heard from God. Okay. And then he runs into another prophet along the road. And this prophet says to him, oh, but I heard from the Lord. And he says, yeah, you're supposed to stop for for." to eat and drink with me, you know, and, um, he believes him. He believes this guy who's actually lying to him. He didn't actually hear that from God, but he figures, you know, he's a prophet of the Lord. Of course, he's going to tell me that. So he listens to him. And then the guy ends up getting, you know, killed by a lion on the path on the way home because he didn't listen to the Lord, uh, you know, when we know, we know, we can't allow another voice to come in and kind of steal what we know is truth from the Lord. Um, everything should be confirming 
nothing from the Lord should ever come to you. If, if someone gives you something and says this is from the Lord, it should always resonate within your spirit. It should be confirming. You should have already been hearing from God on that. You know, it shouldn't be something opposite. The Lord says, don't you dare stop for food and drink on the world. And then um, this other prophet comes along and says, yeah, the Lord says stop. And uh, he lied to him and, and it cost him his life. And so, um, yeah, we need to just be in the spirit and just be hearing from the Lord. Um, we miss it all the time, you guys. There's no pressure on this. Um, and, and the Lord isn't going to wait on us, you know, but he's come. He He speaks to us and it most of the time just completely confounds us. It just completely confounds us. And it's not at all what we're expecting. Um, but let's be in the spirit and following the Lord. And um, man, you just can't go wrong when you're following his voice. It will lead you to, the, to abundance. The Lord's voice will lead you into abundance. So sometimes we just have to make that decision to shut off our own intellect and really tap into the spirit and, and receive that wisdom from on high. The wisdom of the Lord. Well, I just bless you all. I bless you today. And I just ask for a release of wisdom, godly wisdom over your life. Anyone who's listening, I just pray right now that the Lord, Holy Spirit, you know, um, you were with me in this podcast. You, you published this. And so wherever you choose to carry this message, I just ask that you would come with a new wisdom, a new um gift of wisdom to operate in in uh, whoever's listening's life right now and um, supernatural wisdom and um, the ability to shut off our own intellect because it's so safe when we're leaning not on our own understanding but but leaning on and trusting in the Lord and that is when our paths will become straight so I just bless you today I bless you wherever you are I bless you with your ability to hear the Lord's voice for a clear crisp hearing and discernment of the times and the seasons and uh, you know letting go of what we understand to pursue the Lord and what he's doing right now whether it looks good or not on this earth I just bless you in the name of Jesus the high and wise mighty king of all our Lord and Savior amen hallelujah bless you